Good evening, all. This is Sal Wishan and Danny DePace with uh, Martin County Tiger Podcast. We have uh, we have an alumni here tonight, J.D. Lewis, and uh, we're going to ask and fire some questions at J.D. and get a little bit of uh, information from when he played and uh, part of the, the tradition here in Martin County. And Danny, thank you, and I'm going to throw it over to you to fire some questions at J.D. now. J.D., welcome to the podcast, buddy. Hey, long time. It's long time. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we got a blast from the past. J.D. Lewis, his senior year was 1,430 yards. Altogether, he was 2,333 and he's a graduate of Duke University. Second all-time leading rusher at Martin County High School. Oh, Second all-time. And, oh, wait, wait, and correct me if I'm wrong. Rondell Jones. Rondell's one. Yeah, Rondell's one. Was that 1991? 91. 91. Yeah. All right. 91. Well, well, thanks for coming aboard, J.D. My pleasure, brother. My pleasure. Hey, look, uh, give us a little recap on, uh, you know, when we first started, we were kind of playing a little bit with when Cubic came in. And then you were a contributor right away as a sophomore. And that's when everything just started jumping, correct? Yeah, but it was all about um, taking opportunities. You know, if you recall, you know, I was just a little skinny sophomore. I was not high on the depth chart. Um, Daryl Davis was the running back. Somebody on defense got injured. Daryl had to move there. Ergo, a little wet behind the ear sophomore. He just happened to be 215 pounds. Right. Got put in there. Got right. put in that spot. And, right. Yeah, man. And he took it and ran gone. with it, literally, right? Yeah, literally, yeah. yeah, that's great. Uh, J.D., why don't you recap a little bit about you know what you're doing right now with the community. Obviously, J.D., Lewis, and the family, his brothers and his father are attorneys in town. Give us a little bit about what you guys are going on and what's happening with that. Well, my father, myself, and my younger brother, Christopher, uh, we have Lewis Law Group. Uh, the office has been there for about 40 years now. I've been practicing there for about 20 years now, believe it or not. Um, but yeah, I, this is my this would have been my 10th year coaching uh, flag football at the YMCA. Um, the YMCA has always been been dear to my family, actually, and uh, my grandfather, my father, they all grew up in the YMCA, um, and, and it was always one of those things where uh, you know give back, give back right. to the Y whenever you can. Right. And, and this was a fun time to, you know, we have the knowledge, so, you know, why not impart? You know, J.D., it's in, it's interesting, Danny, right? I mean, all of our, our alumni that we're bringing back have given back to the community in some way, shape, or form. And it's awesome to listen to some of the history of your family that's been rolled down to your, you and your other family and things of that nature. It's, 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 it's a real neat thing that's going on here in Martin County. It's a blessing. It's Absolutely. A blessing. JD's been giving back to the community since, uh, gosh, when, since you came back practicing law. Yeah, that was And you mentioned them, the uh, YMCA. Yeah, that was instilled in us. And that, in fact, Garner Road, North Raleigh, North Carolina, um, it's the J.D. Lewis Garner Road YMCA. That's named great. After my grandfather. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. Yeah, so that, that's why that means a lot to me to be able to, to go to the YMCA and just, you know, contribute, maybe touch some minds, you know? You know, Sal. J.D., correct me if I'm mistaken, but J.D.'s great-grandfather was the first, was it NBC Sports Cat? No, 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 that was my grandfather. Yeah. Your grandfather? Yeah, my grandfather. He um, he started out uh, fixing radios, you know, for, for NBC and uh, moved up along the lines. And next thing you know, he was, he was an anchor on uh, WRAL in North Raleigh, North Carolina. And then he actually... Um, 
think everybody remembers uh, remembers American Bandstand. Yeah, of course. Dick Clark, right? Yeah, Dick Clark. Right? Yeah, I mean, that's our time, baby. 1990. No, it's right in it. My grandfather started this TV teen dance show called Teenage Frolics. It was before American Bandstand and televised, and it was actually my dad's first job working the camera crew. Wow. Yeah. So I mean, keep going, huh? Yeah. Let us know, man. That's history, right? That's crazy. That's wild. It was catered to African American community because it was sure. like a soul train, it was like a soul train oh my for God. teenagers. Yeah, remember that? Yeah. Do you know Walter Payne was on Soul Train, by the way? Yeah, that's uh, that I know. Many yeah, people know that. Man. We're getting any sweetness. Is it? No, I don't know. <laughs> that was good, though. That we can go on, good. man. This yeah, is sure. blast in the past. This is good. So, so JD, so, since you come back now, and, uh, and and we appreciate you here for the podcast, tell us a little bit about the tradition that you've experienced uh, here at Martin County and in Martin County football. Well, Danny can tell you the same thing. When we came in, you know, I was a basketball and a football player, and both Martin County had is. They had quite a tradition in both sports. Um, I remember Coach Saban was here. And he instilled that that uh, Tiger culture, um, that just tough, just beat you down. You know, running games, passing games. You know, very well balanced attack. Because um, Genta was the quarterback then. You know, then you had TJ who was running the ball. I mean, talk about a balanced attack. You know, just like us. Yes, you know, balanced, very balanced, right? So just you know, growing up in that. Um, that history and tradition, you always think to yourself, you need to represent. You know, when you get on the field, you need to know what you're doing and, and do it 100%, you know, and, and yeah, you maintain know, that tradition. You know, JD, it's it's interesting because, you know, it's a common thread here, Danny. Think about it. The common thread is it comes back to tradition, giving back, blocking and tackling making success right I mean and and, and right now we're, we're you know Martin County Tigers we're in a position that could uh, start taking uh, taking a leap uh, you know from from several years now it's right so you know we're getting a lot of comeback from the community which is good guys like JD you know uh, and you know Danny it's awesome that this is uh, this has been you know, a, a, a starting tradition here with the podcast you know Danny not only about the tradition that's awesome about our players coming back to talk to us and spend time with us on this podcast. But J.D. went on and played in college. So, you know, Danny, fire a couple of questions about, uh, you know, his, his, his success at the collegiate level. You know, what's funny, Sal, is, you know, you and I were at Fork Union. We had that trip to the University of Virginia. Yeah, And your buddy right. Dave Brown was playing quarterback, and that's when J.D. was there. Yeah. So JD, Dave was at Fort Union? No, Dave, oh. Dave was at Duke. Oh, 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 oh at yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Virginia. Yeah. So why don't oh, you just I got you. Right, right. So why don't you just go from Duke and what got you to Duke? Running the ball. Running the ball. And a decent SAT score. <laughs> they want you to be linebacker too, right? You know, you know, we were I was running back in high school, right? You know, I'm right. proud of it. You know, and again, yeah. I'm getting calls from Clemson and Florida State and mm -hmm. South Carolina and some smaller schools as well. Um, but uh, you know, and Duke was the last school that I heard from, I was always a Carolina fan. Right. I wanted to go to Carolina. Carolina was recruiting me as a linebacker. I think Duke got wind of that. They recruited me as a linebacker as well. Um, eventually they got more films on me playing uh, running back and, and then eventually sure. recruited me as a running back. And lo and behold, my senior year, I did a captain and a linebacker. You know, Danny, so this is a perfect example of an individual that was a player that wanted to play football, but you know what? He was committed to the team, he did what he needed to do, 
and he found a starting position. You know, Sal, he was an academic kid. I mean, he took his academics first. That's always the thing I knew about J.D. as a friend. I mean, the academics came first to him. And, you know, now it's always paid off. And look where he's at with the community. He's practicing law. And, uh, you know, he's doing good things for the community. He's doing things with the Y. And, you know, I think we need a Shanghai hand and do something more down. Yeah, we, need, we need to get J.D. That. in here a little Wouldn't bit more. Wouldn't that be fun? I'm going to sit here and put myself on the spot. I'd love that. All right, yeah. yeah. It's a, you know? We got it on record right now. That's right. So what we're going to do, J.D., we're going to turn it over to a couple players, ask some questions. But before we go, one, I want to thank you for getting here. Thank you for your support in the community. Thank you for being part of the history of Martin County Tigers. And uh, really, it was a pleasure meeting you today. And I appreciate that. J.D., this was good, man. It was. It's yeah, good it was to good see you again. Out. It really was. It was All right. Much love, buddy. Good to see you. You know, Danny, it was awesome to have J.D. Lewis here and, you know, and again, with the history of Martin County football. But I, we now have a couple players uh, on the offensive side. We have uh, J.P., J.P. Pressey, and, uh, and Mason Smith. We're going to ask them a couple questions and, and get a little bit of their take on last week. I mean, I have to say, you know, Martin County came out a little bit slow in the first half, but second half they came out and they started executing. The defense kind of held pretty well uh, overall, which we're going to get right. to those guys in a couple minutes. Right. But, uh, I, I, you know, fire a couple questions at the guys and, uh, and get a little idea uh, of what their thoughts were last week. Yeah, absolutely so. But, you know, back to what I was you know, you were saying before, it was great to have J.D. on. A good alumni. I mean, he was a player that was just an amazing, you know, not just an amazing player, but an amazing person. And of course, giving back to the community and practicing law. So it was really good to have JD back and catch up with him. Well, you know what? I'm going to cut you off there yeah. because you know what's neat about this is that the young guys today are seeing the alumni come back and give back to Absolutely. the community and be part of the community. Not only the community, but part of Martin County football. So eventually, and, and one day, I'd like to see J.P. Pricey and, and, and Mr. Smith over here come back and do a podcast it, maybe. It in, makes a in, lot. What, what is it, 2035? Yeah. But then again, what J.D. said, it was accountability. You know, it's accountability and coming right. back and being a part of tradition and not only doing it, but building the tradition. So, Mason, sum up a little bit about, you know, uh, Okeechobee. Let us, uh, why don't you give us a little intake on what took place and how you guys prepare for that. Well, um, during the week, we just got to it. We started working hard. We, we just all came together during practice and we just turned out during practice. Well, you know what? It's, it's, you know, it's one of those things, too, uh, you know, Danny, that we talked about, and it goes week to week, right? What is the typical success of, of one game to the next? And it's hard work. It's putting in the time at practice, practice with a purpose. And these guys really uh, and turned over and executed. So, so, JP, talk a little bit about, you know, how things evolved uh, from the first half to the second half. You know, things started off a little slow in the beginning. Yeah, like Mason said, um, we had a good practice. We had a good week of practice, and um, yeah, we had a slow start. And the second half, we started to execute. Uh, wide receivers, we can't we can't get the ball without the offensive line. So the offensive line stepped up big for us in the second half, and then we just executed, and won the game. So, quick question, JP. You know, as we began the game, we started thing like we went to the running game. A lot of those guys came in a lot of game, putting guys in the box. And eventually went to the passing game. So elaborate a little bit about how we evolved to the passing game. Okay, certain motions, certain schemes that we did. Talk a little bit about one of the big plays that you did. Yeah, so um, interesting that you said that, Coach. We had a um, 
start off with a run game, and then we kept on running the ball offensively. I was doing really good, and then it just opened up our passing game. We started making making good plays. Um, well, you must have been really excited. I mean, heck, you know, you, you, you caught that corner end zone pass and, you know, it was a touchdown. Um, so tell me a little bit about the excitement at that point because if I recall, that was uh, somewhere, Danny, what is that? Or Inside the, of 35. One right? yeah. It was a post corner. It was a yeah. square end. Yeah, but that was we were at that time. It was 21-nothing? It was 21-nothing and JP, yeah. 14-nothing. 14-nothing. Okay, seven. So, JP, yeah, that, you know. Yeah. Okay, but it, it was a square when you call it? It was a switch. It was a switch. So, okay. So, the play before that, you did a, I want to say a slant. Okay. Caught it for like six to eight. And then, of course, then we uh, we capped out again and scored. So, let me ask you this, JP. You know, Balanced offense that we got. We got a running game that's looking pretty clean, right? Mason, you'd agree pretty much, yeah. Then, of course, we got the passing in this work. And so having a balanced attack makes you guys kind of feel pretty good because, you know, we don't know what's going to come. We don't know. We got you know, Okeechobee want to put guys in the box. They want to bring guys out the box. So we look pretty balanced. Let me get to Port St. Lucie. So, Mason, what do you think about the upcoming game against Port St. Lucie after watching some film on those guys? Well, um, they're definitely a solid team. We were watching film on them. They look like a good team. No other from the rest. And we just had to prepare, you know. So, yeah, we're going to get to it. So you're taking week by week, right? I mean, this is, if you think about it, you've hit a couple goals over the, the beginning of the season. Now we're on to... Uh, another another game that is just a notch in the bell for Martin County football. JP, what do you think about all this? Give me a little. Uh, so we've been watching film for the past couple days, and um, we see that they play a five-man front, a cover one. We're just looking forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we just gotta execute as a team. Um, we're just and just do what we do best. You know, Danny, it's, it's, you know, as we talk about this, it comes back to blocking and tackling. Like, even JP's here talking about executing as a team, working hard. Mace is talking about working hard in practice, watching film. You know, the bottom line is basic blocking and tackling wins games. Games and more loss on the line of scrimmage, Sal. We talk about 100%. that. It's the fundamentals. And, you know, it's one thing that Tigers are doing. We're blocking. We're tackling. I mean, guys are tackling with their feet moving forward, man. They're not just wrapping up and laying down. You These know, guys are driving through. It's funny that you bring up tackling, right? Because now we're going to have a couple guys from the defensive side of the ball. We're going to come here and interview a few guys. JP, Mason, I really appreciate you guys taking the time tonight uh, and, and being part of the podcast. We wish you the best of luck this week and a W for the Tigers. So, Danny, as we transition, now we have a couple defensive players here, right? So, we have Braden and Mark White. These guys have been playing the last couple weeks and had some pretty big, you know, played a pretty big part on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, they've been definitely contributing to the defense. You know, of course, you know, our secondary beat has been on it, you know, covering people. Mark, you've been violent, man. Let's talk about a little bit about what you've been doing lately. You know, like uh, I, I call it violent hands, man, violent hands. So, Mark, let's get into a little bit about what you're going on in the uh, defensive line there. In practice, Aren't you kids eating? Uh, Is anyone eating here or no? Yeah, we, yeah, we can. We can. We can.
executed on defense. So Braden, you, you know, you heard Mark here talking a little bit about execution, working a little bit harder in practice. Um, you know, we heard the offensive team, uh, offensive side of the, the ball, talking about film. Uh, I'm assuming you guys are doing the same thing. Tell us a little bit about the secondary and what you have been working on, um, you know, to prepare for this week. Well, you know what? It basically comes back to, you know, good old fundamentals. You know, Braden here, Danny's talking about, you know, working on his back pedals and coverages and execution. You know, same thing with Mark. You know, he's talking about what they've been working on as a defensive line. You know, it comes back to the technique and the basics to be successful. And, and right now, I have to say, you know, looking at the last several weeks, the Martin County Tigers have really, really executed in a way that, that shows that they've been working on the fundamentals of execution. You know, Sal, so I'm going to start with Mark. You know, Mark's got some violent hands. He's a strong kid. And uh, I, I, a lot of those guys, you know, up front need those violent hands. And, you know, back to B, you know, B's got speed. Okay? He can cover. He can hit. And, of course, those things come into fruition when you've got a guy like someone up front that's putting pressure a guy in the back that can cover. We're looking pretty good with these two guys. I mean, so basically, cool. you're just summarizing a unified team. You got the back, the, the defensive backs working with the front line. We have had linebackers on this show. Yeah, yeah. We had the offensive line. We had some of our receivers. You know, right now, Marin County football is moving in the right direction, uh, especially since the fact that we've had some unbelievable alumni that have been part of a tremendous amount of, uh, of tradition here. You know, Sal, so, you know, a lot of account goes to our coaches. You know, we work a lot on fundamentals. You know, our guys at the sled, our guys at the bags, you know, we do the right things. Okay? And, you know, our kids watch film. Uh, you know, other kids are always, you know, you know, working on things on the side. There's never times off. We're always doing something. And again, back to what you said about the alumni. Yeah, it's great to have guys like Rondo Jones and Brian Conley and J.D. Lewis. You know, of course I played with those guys. But then again, you know, it, it's, it's good to bring those guys back. And of course, we're seeing this tradition take, take place. It's a, it's a good thing. It's a positive thing, and you know what? The community is around, and it's and it's happening. You know, due to this thing that we're dealing with in this this pandemic, you know, we're really fortunate, Sal. We're really lucky to have football, Friday night football in Martin County. You know, why don't you give me a little bit about what you think about that and how lucky we are? Well, I got to be honest with you. You know, this this time has been interesting for for everybody across the country, but I have to say, this has been one of the most enjoyable times to experience and be part of tradition, football, and, and, and what's going on in this environment. I, I, can't, I can't express how much I've been uh, really and really appreciate what, what we've been able to uh, cultivate here. As a, as a, you know, as a unit, Absolutely. as a team, yeah, as an yeah, overall yeah. team. Overall team and, you know, the way of life. It's like, you know, how lucky am I? Yeah. To wake up and, you know, do our daily job and do that. But then again, we get to go coach these kids that want to learn. They want to work hard. They want to win. And now, yes, we are winning some ball games. But then again, these kids are still not letting up. They're still working hard. Yeah. They're still getting it done. 
You know, you know? speaking of winning and, and, and not letting up, we're moving on to the next week here. Fort St. Lucie. Yeah. You guys, you know, the, the Martin County Tigers are in a position to, to really take take over the Treasure Coast. So, with that being said, I just want to thank Braden and, and Mark for being here, being part of this podcast, and, and, and really wish them a, a, a lot of luck this week. Uh, it's, it's really great to see you guys and, and young men um, and being part of this community and, 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 and tradition of Martin County. Guys, thanks for coming on. Good luck to both of you. Stay healthy. God bless. And go Tigers. Thank you. Thank you. You know, Danny, as we change courts, it's awesome to have some alumni again here on J.D. Lewis. And, of course, we listen to some of the offensive guys, some of our defensive guys. And as we move into this week, um, we're going to bring Coach Harrison, as we do every week here on the podcast, and ask him a little bit about what he's been working on as a team, as a coach, as a coaching staff to be successful and win this weekend. Absolutely, Sal. It's always good to have the alumni, and as you know. But then again, you know, the guys are always excited to come on board here with us on the podcast. So, Coach, if you don't mind me asking, coming at you right away, you know, we got a game Friday night against Port St. Lucie High School. So why can't you just kind of cap a little bit of stuff about what we're going to do and uh, what's your uh, train of thought there on that? Well, Port St. Lucie is a very good football team. We watched them on tape. they got an outstanding D-line. Uh, secondary gets to the ball really well. Uh, offensively, they got some skills, so we got our work cut out for us this week. Uh, on top of it, it's their homecoming and senior night, so they have a little extra incentive to play this weekend. Coach, let me ask you a quick question. They had a, an open date before us. Is that true? That's correct. Uh, unfortunately, South Fork had to cancel due to COVID restrictions. Therefore, they've been getting ready for us for two weeks now. So they're they're so Danny. Basically, they they had two weeks off. They're right. preparing for Martin County. So this game is going to be a lot bigger than than most think. Absolutely. I mean, and and if you really think about it, it's going to add to you know the 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 team who is really taking over the Treasure Coast. Absolutely, because you know these guys are ready and these guys are there. So I, a, a quick question: I want to talk to Coach, and you know, due to the staff of you know doing their homework and doing what they're supposed to do about. COVID, I mean, you know, we're wiping down balls, you know, we're doing our checks with the kids, and uh, it's just one of those things that we've been very, very fortunate as a team to, uh, you know, keep going and keep playing because, you know, you see the South Forks, I guess, did I just hear that South Fork had to back out on a game, Coach? Is that true? That's the uh, Port St. Lucie, right? Yeah, yeah. So, again, you know, we've been doing the right thing, wiping down the balls. So, you know, we've been checking temperatures. We've been doing the, the spray in the locker rooms. Coach, do you think that's been a little bit of a detriment to, like, trying to take away from the games that we're trying to play and the things that we're trying to do? Uh, well, we've had procedures in place since July. Kids have done a magnificent job of following them. Uh, we've been wiping down balls. We've been doing temperatures daily. In addition at the mask, I mean, at the end of the day, you hope you don't get it, you pray you don't get it, but, you know, everyone's susceptible. We're just doing the best we can, and right now we've been lucky. You know, the kids have been following the rules, right, Sal? The kids have been doing the mask, they've been doing their stuff, and, uh, you know, it's one of those things. It's uh, as long as you follow the rules and you just hope, you know? So 
you know, it goes back to like what we always talk about, right? I mean, the basic things of the the little things that make a big difference. Now, this has just been an added uh, unfortunate situation, but like you know, an added thorn in everybody's side. They have to work a little extra harder. But at the end of the day, if you continue to do what you need to do, the little things make a big difference. And right now, Martin County is uh, is looking to take over the Treasure Coast right now. Yeah, I guess these kids are, you know, these kids are really excited. They're playing hard. They're practicing hard. You know, they're doing the right thing from the COVID thing to practicing, to getting home, doing their things. Coach, let me ask you a question. How many kids do we have at Zoom uh, doing the Zoom class? Uh, we have kids that are doing Zooms uh, seventh period, but, but uh, only a partial. A lot of them are coming in and doing it online and in the classroom. So, you know, like I said, we're, we're making do with what we have. You know, that just, you know, Sal, just like Coach said, you know, Coach, that's like we're, we're, we're buying in. We're trying to do what's right. We're trying to do what's good for the program. These kids want to play football. These kids want to win football. And, you know, when we bring guys in like J.D. Gregers and like Rondell, right, guys like Brian Colley, you know, it just these kids get to meet these guys here, and it, and these guys get to share not just online here while we're talking, but it, they get to share outside what it takes, and it's a good thing that we got this thing going. You know, and that brings back to the part of the community that we've been co- constantly talking about from week to week. So, Coach, I'm going to throw one of the last questions out. What have you guys done, um, and what are you? What is your next goal here moving forward here to Port St. Lucie? Obviously, I'm sure you want to win, and, and you know, talk a little bit about some of your extra preparation and some of the goals that you got, you, you've completed to this point. You know, well, we're really happy what we are right now, being five and one. But at the end of the day, the most important game is the next one. So, Ports and Lucy's our objective to win, uh, go six and one. You know, we're on pace for a very good season. But you know, and I know. You're never as good as you think you are when you win, and you're never as bad when you lose. So right now, we're just pushing forward to beat Port St. Lucie. You know, Danny, Coach couldn't sum that up any better, right? Uh, that's the reason why we play on Friday nights. That's the reason why we play on Friday nights, and you know what? We're fortunate. We're very lucky. Yeah, and you know what? Coach, I want to thank you for coming back out to the podcast week after week and telling us a little bit about what you've been working on with the team, bringing some of your players in here. It's been great to have some alumni and, and really be part of this Martin County tradition. Well, I'm really happy to be here, and I'm glad we're tying everything together because that's the whole point of this community, tying the past with the present and making it so it's one community pushing for the same goals, supporting each other, and making everyone real proud of the team here. And you know what? As we end every podcast, Danny, what do we say? Go, Go Tigers! Tigers.